All right, it's time for another little rewind and we are going to roll the clock back to June in the middle of the coronavirus lockdown where our podcast live event got a little bit taken over by a world pandemic, which meant we couldn't do it face-to-face, so we took it online instead and did it all via Instagram Live. Now, one of my guests that I was fortunate enough to interview at the end of the day was James from WeMove. Now, if you've not come across WeMove before, then these guys are really interesting um, people to spend time with and learn from because they have had the opportunity to go out and just yeah be around and interview and learn from and spend time with people from all different types of movement, breath work, cold water immersion practices. Um, They're absolute legends. And it was great to spend a bit of time digging into some of the detail around what are two really kind of common threads coming out in the fitness industry and particularly in health at the moment as well of breath work and cold water immersion. James is a real kind of advocate for this and we get into a bit of detail around this in the conversation as to what it's like, what the potential benefits are, both physical and psychological. So I hope that you enjoy this conversation. Check out the guys from WeMove as well on their social media channels. They're doing some really interesting work. They've also got a nice little podcast as well, which will um, which should definitely add some value to your audio learning experience. Guys, enjoy James from WeMove. Roll the jingle. Hello. Hooray. Hi. I'm very well. How are you guys? How's it going? I'm all right. Yeah, we're doing well. Got my, uh, it's not my funky Instagram filter. We're getting some little red light action on. Oh, I need to get one of those. That's been highly recommended to me. Yeah, no, they, um, we, the guys from Red Light Rising have sponsored the podcast live well the podcast and then podcast live today and um so yeah we've uh it's a it's a really interesting little bit of a um a piece of equipment to have available for particularly circadian rhythms finding useful around bedtime in the mornings recovery research is good actually like it's really uh it's a really interesting little thing to have a look at so something probably for you boys would have come across before i'd imagine well, yeah, well, a guy, one of, I guess he's uh, a mentor of mine, certainly, a guy called Tony Molina over in the States. And I think we probably mentioned him on the podcast. He's this ex-US Special Forces guy, kind of, he's, he's been there, seen it, done it, and he's very much into biohacking. I mean, 50 now, because he was in the first Gulf War. So say he's 50, trying to, yeah, I guess hack training, because he's done his fair share of it and he absolutely rates that and he cycles he's got a facility called Aret life lab in la working with some really interesting people but in there he has an infrared sauna ice plunge red light uh mm. that you've got and then what he calls it a light stim pro which is some kind of light frequency that you look at but it's like a white light, I think, that does something to your central nervous system. And then he cycles between those as well as all this stuff. So it's definitely on my list. We're just uh, house, we've been house sitting through lockdown. So we're, when I go, when we move into our new place, then I think one of those, that and a sauna, got the ice bath, that and a sauna would be, oh, happy days. You gone for the? Have you got the man? The type. What's going on the back down here? Let's talk like that. Quite brief. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was. I mean, I was. I was shoulder length before lockdown, so it's kind of the perfect. I was prepped. I was a prepper. I was already prepped for lockdown before it happened. 
I just did a live before, my last one with Charlotte, and um, some of you have read that, uh, not, not that many comments for the live, just because we were chatting around training and stuff, but um, like someone just goes, you look like a paintbrush. And I was like, <laughs> harsh. <laughs> you, know, someone, you know what always amazes me about it is when someone goes to the effort to write that as a comment, just straight up, it's actually quite funny. I thought it was quite, quite, quite clever. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> let's get away from that. Um, guys, James, tell us a little bit around, give the guys some context for those of you that are joining that don't know who you guys are, haven't come across you. What is We Move? Where we Move World, world now? Uh, is that where we Move started as an exploration, really, a bit of a, a pet project for myself and Chris, who both left our we got this dissolution with our careers, but successful careers or per, the perceived success of, you know, I had my own business and Chris was running a pretty successful record label. And we hit, I, I hit 35 and, or maybe a bit younger and completely burnt out. And, and I was doing all of, you know, doing the usual stuff. My background was climbing. I got then into like running and then I got to ultra running and I was becoming obsessed with, crushing life as as was seemingly the, the way you, that you do stuff the way you get better at doing something is you run harder at the wall i was running really hard at the wall ran so hard i i broke the wall didn't and kind of a bit of a reassessment and a lot of the people that i'd then met and reflected on the people i'd met were doing things and it sounds so cliche now i guess they were they were living with purpose and they were doing what they loved and all of that stuff and that combined with an osteopath that I was seeing who told me a couple of things to do. One was give up sugar. The other one was give up caffeine. And I was still running. And she said, what am I running from? And it was a question for me. And I, I get, we'll get on to this, I guess, with the ice. It was that question that really began to reframe what everything that we were doing. Because I was like, I couldn't answer the questions. And I, and I said this in the podcast that we did. I then never ran again because i couldn't answer that question that took me into a whole other range of movements and just i just wanted to speak to experts in their field who'd kind of created methods and and we met first at the start of that journey when you you guys are literally you you know you were starting a school but you hadn't got any pupils yeah for yeah yeah the first workshop and it was just like yeah. we're all exploring this thing of movement and why and yeah and that's how it was and my background was design i guess so i was like you know what? i'll make a magazine because that allows me to meet all these people uh, i wasn't a coach like you guys were or came from that pro sport background and before this before i dialed in i was thinking about my you know if i was asked that question i was a really good climber but i my desire for being the best wasn't as strong as i perhaps my ability so i then i didn't go and further that and i was like that desire which then came back to the question that i was then asked by my osteopath of why why do this thing and i couldn't answer it i didn't have the desire to do it we move has i think has become an exploration in why people move like the movement's great i've always been interested in why like why you guys got into calisthenics and it, mm. it, it was a dawning of that thing going, oh, what's that person doing a muscle up? And you try it and you're like, wow, that's that, whoa, that's a bit harder than I thought that was, but I'm perceived mm. strong and physical. So we wanted to put that out and, and meet all these people and then start to 
to pull the threads down of, of what and why. Um, and I, I mean, that's why we're talking about ice, you know, or, or breath. You've had Patrick McEwen on, total expert in that. We, we've had our, our biggest skill is being uh, an expert in nothing, mm. which has allowed us to meet Wim, to meet Patrick, to meet Dan Brule, to meet Brian McKenzie, all, like everyone in breath and go, hang on, what are they all saying? But they all have a slightly different life experience, which has then informed their practice. But mm. everyone believed. And, and that was what was interesting for us. So that that's yeah. we moves kind of grown and yeah. That, I, that's I what we guys I'm quite envious of the of the um, opportunities that you've had to kind of use We Move as a vehicle to go and speak to some people who have got really interesting takes on movement, as you say, different life experiences that have taken to that point where they've invested in a certain form of, of practice, let's say. Let's be, could you talk a bit about breath? I have Richie Norton on, who's done some breath. Um, Patrick McEwen, as you said. Before, we are going to talk cold water immersion and ice. But let's just, like, because you, you're pretty, quite uniquely placed. Like, I've got Dan Brulé's book. Um, uh, obviously, you guys, the first issue you did with, with, was with, with Wim Hof, who's yeah. like, oh, a massive ground in that area. Like, different practices, but, like, what are the common elements or what have you learned as a result of kind of talking to these people about breath work? Um... Well, there are, two, there are two ways you can go into breath. What, what, from meeting the people that we've met, and I think that's, it's kind of culminated in um, Dan Brule. That's, probably, that, that's the last podcast or guest we've had that was breath-focused. It was nasal breathing. That's kind of the thing. Like, really, you could distill all of those things down like all of the methods and maybe with the exception of whims because mm. it's sort of super ventilation it gets you to a different place and that's something that the ice does as well um but it's nasal breathing if you breathe through your nose you know and, and tony molina that first run we went on with him actually like he was like oh we'll just go for a i think he was sizing us up and we were in L.A. and we were running up the hills in L.A. And he was breathing through his nose the whole way. And I was gassed. Like, just I was just trying to hang on to it wasn't even his heels. It was Chris's heels who was like hanging on to Tony's heels. This guy was just cruising, running uphill, asking us questions, not even out of breath. And it, yeah, and it was yeah. that kind of, if you can do that. And I've had lots of conversations with people, uh, friends of mine, when we're training. And I'm like, oh, we should put some breath holes in. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. It doesn't really do anything. I think what nasal breathing does is it teaches you your capacity. And you begin to increase your capacity. And then when you increase your capacity, you can take on more. And, and that's, yeah. that would be my take. And, and also to have fun with it. And that's where mm. Dan Brule got. I mean, his thing was, I've studied all the methods. Like, he traveled the world and studied with uh, yogis in India to Stanislav Groth mm. of holotropic breathwork. Like, all of the people he was, you know, taught the Navy SEALs, da, 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 all of this stuff. And he was like, just breathe. And just breathe through mm. your nose. And, and start to explore it because we can all do it. And I think the ice is, is a similar thing, actually. Like there are lots of yeah. people, there's lots of people doing breath work, lots of people doing ice and, you mm -hmm. know. 
Yeah, I guess it's probably like this, the circles that we start to kind of find ourselves in and the conversations that we've become part of through social media are exposed to a lot of different people's practices. And it's, it's interesting as you start to see these things build and um, come to a bit more of the forefront from quite an underground space of a few people probably playing around with it. Breathwork, would have, even though we've all been breathing for a long time, like it's, a, it's something which is coming to, to more of the mainstream, or at least it feels like to me anyway. Mm. Um, and ice and cold water immersion has been another one over the last probably two years particularly. You start to see more and more people talking about cold water immersion. So I would say I'm a, I'm a novice in this area. Um, so give us a breakdown and start off with like, let's talk a little bit around, you mentioned when we had a bit of a pre-conversation around this, but there's a physiological aspect and a mindset aspect. So set the scene, what we talk about, cold water immersion, beginner's guide 101, and let's go from there. Uh, well, there are different ways of doing cold water immersion. Um, God, how to, how to start. You can, you can have a cold shower in the morning. And you can go to where I guess I have an ice bath at home. I have a modified chest freezer that I keep on. It hovers anywhere between one degree and four degrees. Um, why you do it, we can get on to a sort of later. Physiologically, it's just a massive dose of something that we never really get in a in our daily life like it's it's all senses at once so it's flushing your limb you know it's like big lymphatic drainage it, it shocks your mind to go i can't do this i can do this i can't do this i guess it redefines your impossible maybe um and ultimately it feels good you don't want to hang out there like it's it's deep it's cold and it's wet it's deeply uncomfortable <laughs> but in the, in, the, in the same breath, you, if you go into it and you, when you come out of it, you feel it's just like an intravenous like download of electricity. Like you, yeah. you, you just feel better. Like during it, you could, you could have a multitude of emotions doing it. But what I love about the ice is it's just cold or an ice bath is it's cold and wet. That's all it is. But what you take into it is what you then get out of it. Yeah. And I, I so what's, the basic what's the basic protocol look like? So let's say, for example, people are interested in starting to play around with it. And then we can get into detail of, of why and, and some of the, the particular mindset stuff around. It. So say yeah. someone's got a cold shower or they've got yeah. access to cold lake um or they might have got they might have, they might have got an old chest freeze or something how what's the protocol how do you go about doing something which is actually going to kind of make uh, make a bit of a difference um first of all start at home because you know when you go in and you see these people doing these amazing things in in cold water like it can have a if you're not knowing what to expect it could have a an adverse reaction so start at home cold shower the best well actually before you before you go to bed at night it's great it helps you sleep really well lowers your body temperature sleep like a baby and it seems so it's a real paradox of having a ice cold shower or an ice bath before you go to bed because it's not where i want to go or first thing in the morning if you're really hardcore you can just that's your shower and you do all your washing yeah. in 
a cold shower. I don't bother with that because I, I enjoy a hot shower. But I'll always finish a, a hot shower with a cold shower. Yeah. But turn the water on to as, as cold as it can go. That just means turn the hot off. Mm. Uh, so turn the hot off. Take the shower. If you're lucky enough to have a, like a hose shower, start at your feet. Because most people would go headfirst into a cold shower, <laughs> miserable experience, because you've just hit like your body's main frame of circuits in the back of your neck, horrendous. So you start from, I start from my feet and just go up my body, mm -hmm. and then ending up neck and then head, and then I can stand underneath it. And I didn't have a cold shower this morning because I wanted to remember how it feels to not have a cold shower after my shower. And I mm -hmm. definitely miss that feeling that invigoration and that just just feels like electricity going through through your body and it only has to be for 10 seconds you can then go into another realm which is how long can i endure this and then i think that's uh that's when you start it's a different conversation it's, it's the following conversation then you start to explore ice baths or you know I, I get open water lakes in winter with ice over them, but it is, you know, that's dangerous. And, and if anyone was going to do that, I'd go take someone with you. Yeah. Like, first and foremost. And even when we, I, I, I'll get in an ice bath on my own when I'm at home, that's fine. But you know, it's, mm -hmm. uh, Laird Hamilton says misery loves company, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so it's kind of nice, but, it's it's like I like them getting into an ice bath because we do it with we'd we'd do it uh, not in a unique way but we'd do it in a we move way. Mm. It's the nearest it's the nearest I've got in like a six minute blast of spending of the experience I'd have with friends going climbing and spending a whole day or an afternoon climbing because you've yeah. experienced something so intense. You've all had that feeling, but in different ways. And that's really nice. Mm. Or playing, you know, the feeling you get after playing rugby for, you know, 90 minutes or whatever it is. But you've done it in a really short space of time. And you're like, wow, I've had that feeling, but a, a real short, sharp burst of it, plus all the benefits yeah. of doing it. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I've never met someone that does an ice bath with much body fat on them. Mm. Whatever it does is everyone's pretty lean. You know, it just, it, it, it cranks through all of that stuff. Um, but I, I guess for me, I've got to that point where through experimenting with it, what's become really important and interesting is the intention with which you go and put yourself through something. I think that's a really uh, interesting place to explore and the process of managing fear. Yeah. Because it, it, it elicits a really primal response that other things don't. Yeah. Before we get on to I wanted to, the mindset is probably going to be like a, a bigger conversation for us to have. There's some interesting stuff that I want to get your thoughts on because some of the, like the physiological benefits, being a sports scientist myself, that kind of stuff gets like, excited about that kind of thing. But like some of the claims that Wim Hof has made, which is starting to get some re research around them about the immune system and uh, responses to tackling illnesses as a result of kind of what he's doing from a cold therapy are, are pretty like groundbreaking. Uh, yeah. What do you know about, tell us a little bit about that sort of stuff because it's, it, when you read it, it's like, okay, you can switch on your 
like you some some pretty intense physiological processes to, to maintain a level of health and other people around you will get sick from being exposed to the same thing it's it's quite remarkable yeah i mean they're obviously scientifically studying it and i think that's where wim's been quite sensible in going down that to make a claim what i do know is i don't get ill mm. uh and, you know with all this stuff that's gone on i was very not blase but i was very confident in my body's own ability to to, to endure or withstand anything that would be thrown at it and you know yeah you always think you're great until something happens but i have definitely never been i mean it's, it's it reminded me of when you know we've got i've got a little boy he's you know nearly two and it reminded me of when i was little and my the last thing my mum would ever say to do is get cold and wet like it was always like put your jacket on do this do that and the other and then now i'm going the opposite way and finding that it's absolutely fine mm. Like you can, so it definitely does something to the body. It can't not. One of the chaps that we've done a podcast with, and, and again, is a bit of a mentor, is Perry Nicholson. He's got a program, Insta channel called Stop Chasing Pain, and he's all and the lymphatic mojo or dojo. And he's very big on, you know, lift something heavy to pump your lymphatic system and cold therapy. Yeah. Because like, it just, you need to get that lymph system moving because that's what transports, you know, dodgy stuff within your body through it. Um, I did get some, an interesting study about cold therapy and strength training, not to do them together because it negates the mm. growth of the muscle afterwards, which I thought was interesting. But then after an yeah. endurance session, really good to do. Yeah. So. Yeah, we had talked about that. Um, I put a post out about that a while back about this. That yeah, cold water immersion basically blunting the anabolic response of a hypertrophy session. So if you're trying to build muscle mass, it, it's shown to be to be a negative um, response. But like you say, you're going to go and do some endurance type training or something different. Um, then it's uh, then it's potentially quite positive. And I think that's like because ice baths and, and post or to enhance recovery have been a big part of sport for years before they started actually coming into the mainstream. I mean, People have been doing it for, for a long, long time. But it's, what I think is interesting about it is when these things, and, and I always want to challenge it a little bit because when things start to come into the mainstream, I always want people to know why. So if you're, if you've seen somebody else doing cold water immersion, but you're a bodybuilder, like there needs to be a little bit of individual discernment about, is that right for me? And what does it mean? I just think people are going to benefit from the education rather than just going, okay, that's definitely going to be something that I need to do because it might not be for a specific training phase for example but we're yeah. bogged down in that too much um, on, on that on that um at the at the box that i train at the crossfit box i train at a couple of guys that you know were athletes and one in particular and, and I, I would say to them like you guys are doing like crazy crazy training programs it's like two or three sessions a day on top of their their job and i and you could see them getting fatigued and almost wondering why they were doing it. And I, and I said to one of them, why don't you come every day and have an ice bath? Just come to my house, do an ice bath in the evening and just see how you feel. Um, and he, his kind of whole perception on training then seemed to change after a week. He was like, I'm yeah. becoming much more uh, aware of myself when I'm tired 
like when I'm fatigued as opposed to in a session or a workout and I need to push through, just going, actually, yeah. I'm not feeling 100%, so I'm not going to lift to my neck. And started to kind yeah, of, yeah. with that felt sense, change his training program. Mm. Thereby, you know, he said, he said he felt a difference over that, just that week of doing it, but and subsequently after that, improving his, uh, I guess, training quality because he could feel more. He could feel himself more rather than his mind, like pushing him to do what was on the paper. So I, I thought that was interesting. Well, I think that's of massive value where you get to start to know yourself a bit better in training and you can, you can start to make decisions and intelligent decisions based on how I feel because the brain is always going to communicate, right? It's going to tell you what it needs and what it wants. Yeah. And if you're in pain and you don't listen, then the brain's going to continue to give you a pain signal because it's trying to get your attention. But we're so good at ignoring what we're actually doing. That bridges us quite nicely into the, the benefit of, um, of cold water immersion and the ice bath because there's going to be obviously that real intense internal focus of right think about what's going on or don't think about what's going on talk a little bit around that because it's as you say you've mentioned a couple of times that it is a very sort of powerful hit in six minutes of okay it's gonna have some quite significant mindset benefits so let, let's I, when we spoke about this before i was like oh this is gonna be great because like you've got so many different stories and contexts around this i'm just gonna let you go yeah well Six minutes is I would just on that timing. It's not about the, the time you spend in there as well. There are physiological benefits that come after 30 seconds. And what because we'll take people through and, and there are various ways, like there are big groups of people doing ice baths and you'll know, all get into an ice bath together, which is interesting in itself because I think the more people you have in a small body of water, the warmer it gets. Mm. And you also have other people. And, and I think it's a really personal thing to go into doing that. And like, we all train together alone. You know, yeah. and I think that's, you know, we all have our own experience of getting into ice. Um, I've seen a few. So it's deeply, it's deeply personal. When you go into the ice, you have this initial response, which is fucking hell, it's cold. Get me out of here now. Super normal, because that's the body, that's the brain go, you know, yeah, yeah. Saying, I know better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and the goal, really, I think, of ice is to, like, I think of the ice bath as a metaphor for life. When the going gets tough, you can either, you can either leave it behind or you can go, okay, what's actually going on here? And not panic. And then, you know, if you can respond and not react, that's when you can start to drop into a flow state, all of that stuff and start to access your, your powers. And I think that's where the ice bath really becomes uh, like the best training tool, you know, short mm. of going climbing and like really starting to freak yourself out um, because you can, you can do it at home. So you get in and, and we've seen people, uh, so many stories. I'll, I'll just describe some people's responses. We had one guy that came. He was an ex-world kite surfing champion, like spear fisherman, like did all this stuff, you know, and it, I live in Brighton. And he will go spear fishing on his own at night in the city. I mean, it, who in their right mind does that? I mean, to me, you've got to have some balls to do that in the daytime in, in English sea, cause it's so dirty. 
And he said, he came around and he was like, I'm not getting in the ice bath, not a chance. And I was like, but you do all of this stuff. And he's like, yeah, but I wear a wetsuit. And I was like, okay, so what's, what's that about going out of your comfort zone? And I was like, no worries. Well, let's, there's no pressure. And he was pacing up and down uh, in my living room going, I'm not going in. There's no way I'm going in. And people were then coming in, coming back into the house going, that was amazing. That was amazing. And then it, so he came out and he did it. And he was like, okay, let's see how this goes. Breath work, he was very good. You know, he, he grew up in South Africa. So he's been swimming in like, you know, proper shark infested waters. And I was like, but you're scared of getting into my chest freezer, which is, you know, tiny. And just watching him go in, and you could see this. Uh, I think it, I, I feel like it's a real, a really masculine response to getting in the cold. I'm gonna fight it. Mm. I'm gonna fight. And I was, and we were just like, just like literally, I'd put my hand behind their their back so they can lean back, and it's like just lean into my hand. You don't have to do anything, and like let go of the sides, as though the harder I squeeze the sides, the warmer the water's gonna get. It's not going to happen. You know, and they're squeezing. And with his breath and the, I guess, the creation of a safe space, he got to, he got to like six minutes and he was like, okay, cool, I'm going to get out now. But looked like super calm. And he got out and he said, I've never felt as safe doing anything in my life. And I thought that was a really, he'd gone from like complete fear and panic to feeling very, very safe in a very uncomfortable environment another and then a, a lady got in not with him there's not enough space for that she, she got in on her on her own and and only got up to her knees and it's interesting to hear what words people say actually because she said this hurts when's this going to end should this be hurting so much and that's just the the body just squeezing itself and the blood jacking it, you know. And and she was like, "Oh my god, this is painful! This is painful! This is painful! This is painful!" And I was like, "That that's interesting." Uh, and then she got out, and it's like, "No, totally fine. Like, come out." She got out, and she was really disappointed she'd not been able to do it. And she said, "Next time I'm going to do that." And I've never felt so good in my whole life. So it's like these real. Mm wings of emotions but totally glowing um we've had people who've had you know heart issues because that's also the thing no one knows how someone's going to react and a and a, and a woman came in and she, and she ended up up to her neck and i think and she was like wow that was amazing and she she controlled her breathing and her heart rate all came down she didn't have this complete response that we're told that we get and that might well happen i'm not saying it doesn't happen but just interesting to watch her um how much of it james is like the mindset of going into it because if somebody's kind of used to um dealing with some adversity or they've got that kind of mindset of i'm in control and it's a process and it's not permanent does that like the, the mindset of entering the ice for a first timer does that have a big impact on on performance and so i don't mean that like a performance about how well they do but just in terms of the response is probably a better word 
Yeah, well, before when people when we take people into the ice, we always say we do a little breathing practice beforehand, and we have a an app that was a, a yogi friend of ours called Eddie Stern, who has a breathing app, which I think's the best breathing app. It's called the Breathing App, and we take it. It's a fight, it's a resonance breathing. It's all nasal, and we do that. That seems to calm everyone down into a nice, nice state. And we say, have just think about the intention. Like, why are you doing this? Mm. And it and it could be as simple as I just want to experience this. And for some people, it's I my my dad's died. Like li literally, it could be like that. And I'm trying to process grief. So when they're in there, they can just focus on something. Um, mm. what, watching people who go in and it's like, yeah, 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 I'll go in. I'll go in. I've got this. I've got this. They're usually the ones that haven't got it. Right. The ones that think they've got the mindset to go in, they haven't got it. Mm. In, in the way. And, 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 as a general rule, I've noticed women being much better at surrendering to the cold than men, and men try and muscle their way through. Yeah. And I always think that's really interesting because you're – it's bigger than you. Mm. Like the cold is like it's bigger than you. And, and I know we, I was doing some C stuff inspired by like Laird Hamilton and the XPT guys and – taking weights into the water, like that Hawaiian Iron Man or, you know, Waterman stuff. The, the sea, you can fight all you like, but the, the water tells you when to go back. And yeah. you could muscle it out, but it will just take you. And, and I, that, that process was... I've lost James. Let's see if we can get him back. Second, guys, we'll see if we can get him back in. I think he said to exit. We'll get him back in. Just hold tight. I'm sure he will rejoin. Let's see if I can find him. Let's see if he's going to come back in. The water's taking it, yeah, for sure. She's talking about, oh no, but come on. Surely his battery's not run out. Surely he charged it up before he came on the live. If you've got any questions, guys, while we're just waiting for him to come back in, here we go. If you've got any questions that you want to ask James while he's on, feel free to, uh, to type them into the box and we'll put them to him. Battery malfunction sorry guys i said um, that i said surely he's charged his battery off i thought he'd run out of credit he needs to put 10 pounds it, it was charged it was charged up but it's, it's obviously using more using too much juice um mate they i've had this plugged in because they did their life just absolutely eats your battery it's oh. true go on you're um, talking about people muscling the ocean can't fight against it yeah you, you can't so that like watching people then go through the ice uh, and go into it. The, the more you can surrender, and I think that with any level, anything that's difficult, that, that's what it's kind of shown me. It's like you have to give in to the present moment of it being tough 
or or, or it being horrendous because you know it will pass. Yeah. And then you get out, and the, when people have got out because they're like, oh, my God, it's too cold, they've always regretted it. And then that to me become a bit of a metaphor for living, you know, and then when I go into, say, training or even work, and you're like, oh, it's easy to quit, but I know the feeling I get when I quit yeah. never is never better than the feeling of continuing through with it at whatever yeah. pace that I go, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think that's just watching people. And, and a friend of ours wears a heart rate monitor when he goes in. And that was really interesting watching him. We did the breathing. And I, uh, I, can't, I can't show you the graph, but it was literally. Let me see if I can. I'll draw it out. Uh, it was. So if you can see that graph, like this was the meditation bit, and then the anticipation of prior to the ice bath, he was about 150 there, and he dropped, and it was probably steeper than that, down to like 40. And we were watching his heart rate going, like, is he just going to stop all consciousness going in here? And he pretty much flatlined to hold that point, and then when he got out, it spiked up. And that was really interesting. Mm. Because as we filmed him, his breath wasn't, uh, is, is it syncopated with his heart rate? Like his breath was so erratic, he couldn't hold his breath or he couldn't yeah. catch his breath. He just couldn't catch his breath. And then I showed this to a, a, a psychotherapist friend of ours. And he said, that's really interesting because when your heart rate and your breathing patterns aren't connected, that's a sign of trauma being held within the body. Okay. And, and when you are kind of relaxed and you're surrendered to it, your breathing and your heart rate will match. Yeah. And then you can start to increase your capacity. And that's what the nasal breathing does. So when, mm -hmm. if you can nasal breathe when you go into the ice, you can start to downregulate yourself and just like become as close as you can with the with the temperature that's cold. I mean, it's cold. It's, ours is between yeah. one and four degrees. And then we're going, wow, what happens if you go colder and colder? And, and mm -hmm. I saw a little, yeah, Nikki Chadwick Pohl was saying, I find putting the head under the water. Then, then you go there. And, and I think, so now I'll just go in and head goes straight under and you come back out, you know, and then, you, then you're there up to your neck. Because then everything's just at the at the same line, and I think when you go into noticing people how they go in up to the knees, I want to get out. Then they can, they start to go up their thighs, and it hits their groin, and there and then there's another kind of surge in I want to get out. Mm. Where people seem to stop and have the most problem is when the water hits the diaphragm, and that seems yeah. to be where the, where the fear response really kicks in when it hits your diaphragm and I'm kind of looking at that going, Oh, it's because you can't catch your breath. That's how important breathing is to your stress response. Mm. But when people then go above their heart, they start to just completely chill out like, ha ha, they're, they're in ice water. But when they're up, when they're into their neck, they're super mellow. And I was like, I thought that yeah. was really interesting how our breath is so, intrinsically linked with that fear response 
that the ice bath that's what it shows you you can do it for the um physiological benefits and and, and i guess we don't i to me the biggest thing to to be able to manage is our fear like everything around us in our life is set to make us fearful we've just come mm. from three months of you know basically you're going to die and then you're like well actually i'm i'm good i know myself i'm good and and that that's a big test and because if you can manage your fear then you can start to respond and develop your training further like start to then increase your capacity and chris sent me an interesting sort of quote about capacity and potential and this we've always thought it's about reaching your potential but the potential your potential you'll never reach because it's an infinite source yeah but you could if we work on increasing our capacity then we can start to get closer to where we can actually live the life we want and train in the way that we want to and do all that stuff and i think to me the getting into the ice is has all its physiological benefits but it's the psychological benefit of teaching us to be calm under pressure to be able to manage our breathing when we can manage our breathing we can start to play with the the red red lining ourselves yeah. and going i don't need to red line it if i just stay just below that when i'm training or when i'm working i can go for longer and then if i can go for longer at that intensity that line starts to increase mm. and there then then you like then it becomes interesting because you're like wow and, and maybe it's like a handstand it's like i could never go upside down it's like okay just put your head between your legs <laughs> you know yeah. if you're scared of going upside down and then they'll they'll start to work with you and they'll be doing handstands and they never thought they could mm. uh, so you just start to increase people's capacity and i think um well, I think ice, ice is so pure yeah i think that's where the growth comes is it? Of, of, of the culmination of these experiences so for example like Let's, we, we use like redefining possible in calisthenics. Someone might look at a human flag. I could never do that. Okay, let's engage in the training process for a period of time. And then there's going to be a day where you are training and okay, all of a sudden you get a glimmer of something and you're like, do you know what? I might actually be able to do this. Another month or two goes down the line, you do your human flag for the first time when you've now just done something you didn't think was impossible. If we can now yeah. then, if you take that kind of approach and that kind of how to work through a longer term process and then we can go and take something like cold water immersion or an ice bath and we're going to start to go and expose ourselves to that level of discomfort all of these things start to compound don't they so that you then just become a much more robust processor in terms of any challenge i kind of got yeah. a bit more context to play with it's it, it's the experiential learning which i suppose then allows you to go and push to the fringes a little bit more yeah yeah and it expands you become comfortable in the fringes yeah and, and most, you, want, you know you, you want to be there yeah because that's that's the growth and and what i will say is we we were getting in the ice and going sea swimming and all of that stuff through winter and probably two years ago now i was like obsessed with going like i had to get in the sea all the way through winter the the bigger the storm i had i wanted to go and i guess fight this thing fight this thing and couldn't really work out why i was doing it and and I said to a guy that I trained with, I was like, it's really odd because I'm in this phase of my training where I feel like I'm just sharpening the sword mm. and I don't know why I'm sharpening it. Like I'm kind of trying to be in this constant readiness to fight 
and and it, and it you know it that then transpired into some kind of uh mental health issues for for want of a you know a better phrase without going down that route and then when i came through that i it it became a place like the cold where i could just check myself and so much of the time we go through things not really checking just where we are and then just layering on more and more stress and the only thing that breaks is us and and that element of surrender surrender's not not a weakness it's actually a massive strength when applied in the right in the right place because you know when to i guess if you can surrender then you won't get injured yeah and if you can always be training at an intensity where you where you're pushing the top end but never getting injured wow then you don't have the six months off with you know with a shoulder yeah. injury or, or whatever and you're like god that guy never gets injured or that girl never gets injured they're just like constantly growing and and mm. yeah it's really 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 good for that i think the ice is a real check and balance for yeah uh, do you think now is a good time if people want to start playing around with some of this sort of stuff or to experience it? It seems there's a few people on that are already sort of quite into their uh, their cold water version. But say someone wants to get started, I think this current situation now where we've kind of stripped the decks bare a little bit to try and add some new practices and um, build new habits is actually quite a, it's, it's an opportunity that we have never had in our lifetimes and we may never have again. I don't know. But yeah, you know, if you just see like going going into or going back to whatever life is going to look like in the next year or so, armed with a little bit more of something to kind of combat it with. I don't know, it just strikes me as a good opportunity where we are now to start to think about what do I want things to look like and how am I going to potentially like equip myself better to deal with the stresses and the challenges. And I think what you want to just talk about with the ice about just centering and an awareness of self and how I feel is one of the yeah. biggest skills that you can have self-awareness when things start to get overwhelming and, and more complex. Yeah. Yeah. I, our felt senses are Jedi sense in a way that so many people disregard for metrics. And mm. I, I don't know if anyone's watching or when they do watch it, the Chicago Bulls thing, mm. like that was just like this, felt sense organism of high capacity individuals doing this thing it was like they couldn't not win because they'd created this felt you know they could probably all have played blindfold and the ball would have still gone in the hand and then in the the respective basket and i think that's 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 where we surely need to get um we always say why are you doing it and the mm. why was it Nietzsche that said the man who, you know, has any why can bear any how or something like that? I think that's the most important thing. Like yeah. talking to a friend who's just opening a, opening a, a, a strength and conditioning facility. And it's like, I think that should be the thing that everyone's asked the first. It's like, why are you doing this? Like, why, why mm. are you here? And it might be, I just want to hang out. I've realized for me, my why of training is not for the training at all. Whatever's on the board, I'll do. Whatever, that's fine. I just go to hang out with people because that's what I realise is really, really important. And it could be a disgusting workout, that's, but it makes no difference to me. But the other person mm. is going for a, 
they're wanting to do something. I just think we all need to understand our why and our intention behind it. And then with intention, like we can live with intention rather than live in tension. Because mm. I don't want to be tense in anything I do. I want to be ready. I want to be in a ready state. And I think we've come through that the lockdown sort of been a point where before it was like everyone was highly stressed, highly tense. Yeah. You, you don't want to be tense. I want to be supple, able to move all of, you know, all of those cliches of being tense, but ready and all of that, you know, Bruce Lee, eat your heart out. Yeah. But I think that's the, that's the stuff, isn't it? I, I want to be able to explore what a handstand feels like. And I want to be able to know why I'm feeling scared at the time because there's probably nothing to be scared about. Yeah. But the body's giving these senses off going, whoa, 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 what's happening? What's happening? Like the heart rate goes up and you're like, we're fine. Mm. We're fine body. You know, just going to kick in the nose, switch the brain off, let the body do what it needs to do. And then, then we're good. And okay. if we can come from that sense, Carl Powley, friend of ours, like mutual friend, first thing he said was everything's about feeling. It's like, how does that movement feel? Because your body tells you if it's not good and yeah. then go off that. So if we can listen to that then, you know, and then yeah. we understand pain. like the cold. It reminds me of the woman that got on the ice and she was like, oh, my God, this is really painful. It's not. It's cold. Mm. It's not painful. You know, I, I would I would question whether it's painful. It's just cold. And then you start to change the words that you use and go, oh, wow, this is just cold. But I can endure cold. Yeah. Rather than everything being painful or ouch, ooh, ooh, it's like it's just cold. That's all it is. Yeah. It's cold and wet, and you and you're good to go. Mm. And then she came back and did it, and it was like, oh my god, yes, yeah, totally good. I feel great now. And you you start to yeah push the fringes. You know, I think we need more. We need to become more uncomfortable. Mm. Uh, uh, because that's where that's where we become that's where the magic happens when we yeah. go actually that's cool and you don't have to seek it all the time i think people that live in that seeking discomfort like i was mm. why 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 are you having to do that it's like why do you have to go and fight everything that you do i'm going to attack this workout i'm gonna mm. i'm gonna you know beat the mountain do all of this stuff it's like you can't beat a mountain you, you know just enjoy the workout for yeah. where you are at the point of time. And I think that's, that just seems like that's the way forward. And, and it's mm. not because it can be seen as I was having this convo with my, with my partner, Lucy, doesn't mean you're going to give up. It just means you're approaching it in a different way. I want to mm. know when to ease off and when to press ahead. And you can only do that when you're making, when you're calling the shots and you can only call the shots when you understand what you're feeling. So it all comes back to feeling. And I think the ice is a great thing. It's a great, it's a great check. And, and there's a book. This book is really good. Oh, it's holding my phone up. It's called The Body Keeps the Score. Mm. And it's really, really interesting, like why people move, etc. And it was um, a little test that Tony Molina, how we started this combo, said, because everything, as I'm understanding trauma, and I think the ice bath is a great way of releasing trauma when you're with the right people. And to me, all a trauma is, is a blockage of you realizing your pathway to potential. 
because it might, you know, I, I injured my left hand, my left hand shoulder, my left shoulder, and my osteopath got me to look, and I couldn't quite, I could never uh, Olympic lift. I couldn't really snatch with, I couldn't, I just couldn't do it. And he said, "What happened there?" And I was like, "Oh, I injured my shoulder. I got no, I got hit around the head when I was a kid." And he said, "Yeah, there's still some trauma there in your eyes and how you're perceiving the world." So he did, he did what he does, no problem. Overhead squat, snatch, shoulders opened up. I could look there and I was like, wow, what's that about? And he was like, you kind of re, you put that experience, you filed it away correctly rather than so many times. I don't think we're fight, we don't give enough time for a reflection, which allows filing away of an experience. So we can call on that experience in the future when something similar happens. We just freak out and we go straight to that place. You don't want to do that. You want to be able to re respond all the time. Yeah. So that book's really good. But Tony Molina said, little test in the morning, see how you're feeling. Stand under the shower and can you feel all parts of your body under the water? And it's amazing. You're like, well, I don't really feel it on my left bicep. Like what's happening there? But the water, and because we need to, we need to expand our felt sense in our whole body to be able to access our our actual capacity or, or get anywhere near potential. So I thought that was, you know, that that's interesting. And the ice does that really like short, sharp. It's kind of fun. There's some bravado because everyone likes to go, well, I've had an ice bath, all of that. It's cool stuff to do. Um, and it can also take you to amazing places. Mm -hmm. You can go up to the Lake District, you know, and I think we probably talked about this and you go to the yeah, Lake District. Yeah, climb a mountain find a lake get in there wow it's like a full hit of everything exertion and it's it's just good fun to, yeah all, all yeah. of that you know so so i think it's um oh it, it, it's super cool and i think the more people that do it like the more people that just move in general is a better thing and start at home with a cold shower you yeah. know that easy everyone can do that right we've got we're fortunate to have a shower in our house or a bath or whatever. Yeah. I, I, and I will say, a cold bath, I wouldn't even bother. It's the most miserable experience <laughs> I've ever done. Because I, I, because there's a thing with the with the water temperature, like between one and four degrees. You know, you like between two and six minutes is all good. But a cold bath, mm -hmm. you need like 15, 15, 20 minutes to half an hour. That is a miserable experience. My bath's not big <laughs> enough. All of that. And you're just like, this is just, oh, like, don't bother. Like you um, You've got to start pushing your fringes a little bit. That's your next, that's your next thing. Like, you can do six minutes at one degree. Can you do 15 minutes at, like, eight? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah, mate, find thank you so much for your, Thanks so much for your time, mate. It was, uh, it was great to catch up and to get your, your I always appreciate your wisdom and, and rounded understanding of movement practices and um, just exposure, as I said at the beginning, that, that you guys have had. I think it always comes with a real depth of understanding of the multiple components that are involved in health, wellness, physiology, and how it all kind of mixes and blends together. So I'm looking forward to catching up. And we definitely, one of the things that I think um, lockdown for me has been a real uh, eye opener towards a reminder is that it's we've got to invest in the things that are important like the experiences and and for me jacko you chris getting in a in a car and driving up to the lake district for a weekend climbing a mountain it's that sort of stuff which we need to get more of and less of the busy tension that i fill my hours with because it's an 
unbelievable like it's never ending right you can always do more of that but to actually yeah. make time for people experiences and connection that's where i think the, uh, we're going yeah there's a there's a quote that i'm going to send you uh written by uh i want to i want to find it if i go will i lose you if i press i'm not going to do it but it, i'll send it to you but it was about the essence the essence of experience and it was a climber that climbed this route in the alps and there's there's a golden axe award and it their route was nominated for the golden axe award and he said we climb this route because of the essence of the experience mm. and an award tries to quantify the essence and judge the experience so they pulled the they were like we don't we're not just take us out of the nominations and and that really rung true for me post this lockdown it's like it's all about the essence of the experience yeah which is different for everyone but i think we need to get back to an essence of experience yeah yeah and, and then start to... sorry that's it that's i'm done yeah, yeah there's a similar one that i really like from walt disney which is uh, um, to paraphrase it slightly is that we keep moving forward because we're curious and curiosity takes us down new paths and i think yeah that's just like for me i'm like yeah that is it that is uh yeah. that sort of idea like, there's a group of people I'm... asking post that um post that quote up on the when i put up, i'm gonna post i'll save this and it'll be a live mm. feed so put the quote in there and also owen's a uh, good friend of ours asked if there's any any references that you've got or suggestions towards where people can go and, and get some more information around some of this if you've got it. Um, other than that, I think. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, Chris and I have been pondering this stuff. Um, we will put something out on, on cold, like how to, you know, how to sort a, a chest, how to convert a chest freezer into ice and then mm. different protocols. Um, try a cold shower in the morning that's where it all starts yeah. or at any time of the day start at your feet move up to your head uh do you do that and i think when lockdown comes out and we've spoken about this we should do a school of calisthenics we move ice meditation you know experience we'll come up and do it and maybe we then take we go and have an experience up in the lake district with a small yeah. group of people we go and climb a mountain get in the water and then enjoy some good food and have that kind of thing yeah. um well, the word of the street, mate, is that there might be some kind of festival where this weekend might have been, or where could, it could go, a bit of a maybe a something in the uh, in the pipeline. There could be a collaboration <laughs> there. We talk about that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, we're we're up for it. I think we need to. I think we just need to get people together now, don't we? Mm. It's uh, that's what I'm craving. Certainly, it's just you know, let's go and do stuff. Yeah, so. where we can hug. <laughs> I want a hug. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, mate. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday evening. Thank you so much again. I'm going to flip this back there. Thank on. you. Massive thank you. Here we go. This way, just your eyes, though, sends you a little bit like. Yes, it's good. I, I'm kind of a bit jealous that I haven't got one. Next, you know, we'll do it again. I'll, I'll, we'll get one and then. Yeah, we'll get it all in there. Well, yeah, guys, Red Light Rising doing an incredible job. We massive thank you to them again. So if anyone wants to know about more about that, they can go check the guys out at Red Light Rising. But Chris and James as well, Chris is watching. Thank you so much for your time, boys. We look forward to catching up very soon. Take care. Peace. See ya. See ya.